Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in today. Here we are on Labor Day weekend, beginning it right here on this Friday. We're glad you're here. Maybe you're joining us through our podcast or with our radio program. We are grateful for both. Very thankful for all who have tuned in and contact us. Visit our website, and the announcer will give that information at the end of the program. But visit our website, and you'll find out all the information about how to contact us, how to find our podcast, our radio broadcast, which, of course, you're listening to this one, or also looking at our videos of our services. So much information there on our website, AntiochBristol.com. You know, there's been some victories that we need to celebrate uh, as Christians because Uh, We have such an attack against the church, against the Christian and the Christian home. And uh, one of the main purposes of this radio program is to look at the current events and the news through the lens of the Bible and see how it affects the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. And certainly, that's been a burden of mine for a lot of years now, as I saw where we were headed back Uh, in the early 2000s, and I realized this is going to attack the church. The culture is going to be anti-church, anti-Christian, and, of course, it is. But we have victories that we need to celebrate, and we need to remember that our God rules and reigns in the affairs of men. And just up the road here in Louisville, Kentucky, Uh, There was a lawsuit against a Christian photographer because she refused to photograph same-sex weddings. Well, a federal court ruled that she doesn't have to, and she has the right, she has the constitutional right not to photograph same-sex weddings. So this is a win for Christians here, and we're grateful for that. Another one is that pro-life Doctors, pro-life OBGYN doctors, have launched a campaign refuting the claims that the news media has made and a few uh, physicians that they got together, very few physicians they got together, that says banning abortion hurts women. Well, a group of pro-life doctors is launching a campaign in response to these claims that tells the truth that abortion bans uh, do not prevent doctors from providing emergency care to pregnant women. That's a claim that's been made by those pro-abortionists and those who want to murder the children. They have claimed that it will, this ban on abortion will prevent doctors from providing emergency care to pregnant women. And ladies and gentlemen, that is totally false, 100% false. And a group of pro-life doctors is launching a campaign to expose these lies and tell the truth. There's two victories that we see for the Christian faith. And we understand the battle today is truth. You hear me say that quite often on our program, but it is true. 
the battle is for truth. Let me show you a great example of that. Over in uh, London, the Anglican Church just had their uh, global meeting. Some 650 Anglican priests met there. Uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, uh, oversaw it. And uh, the uh, Anglican Church bishops out of Africa, for the most of Africa, did not attend. Nigeria, Uganda, uh, other areas that boycotted the meeting because they knew that Justin Welby somehow was going to come out in some kind of favor for homosexuality and the LGBTQ community. Here's what Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury, had to say, and it's pragmatism at its finest. He said these words, We will not go back on the statement of our faith for the Church of England, and when we state earlier that the Word of God, the Bible, is against homosexuality. It is wrong, and our gender is male and female. We will not change that policy. Now, that first part of the statement seems very good, doesn't it? We will not change that. But then, he pretty much, and I'm paraphrasing this, he's pretty much said this, but if in your area of the world it works to recognize same-sex marriages, and it works for the gender change, then by all means, do what it works in order to keep peace in the church. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus definitely did not keep peace. He came out saying, I am light, I am truth, John tells us that in Gospel of John, chapter number 1, that Jesus is the light of the world, and the world wouldn't have him. Light is synonymous with truth. The world wouldn't have the light. He was the light of men. The light shines in darkness. The darkness comprehended it or not, or apprehended or received it not. Didn't that, it wasn't that they didn't know he was truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he came as light in darkness. He came as truth in a world full of lies and deception, Satan being the great lighter that he is. But our Lord Jesus is that light, is that truth. And with truth, Jesus came, and because he was truth, and because he told truth, he was crucified. He did not want to make people feel warm and fuzzy, and that's pretty much what the end results of the meeting was there with in England. And of course, the Anglican Church here in America is the Episcopal Church. Understand that. So they get the warm and the fuzzies, and they have the blessings of the Archbishop of Canterbury, who says, if it works in your region, and in all means keep peace in the church, then do whatever is necessary uh, perform the same-sex uh, ceremonies, uh, perform or whatever you need to do to encourage and to work with the gender change. In other words, you do what you know works with your group and what area of the world that you're in, and you have my blessings, and the church is not going to take a stand. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
the church has to take the stand on the scriptures. We as the church, we as the Baptists, the Methodists, by the way, Methodism is splitting over this. We know that. But the church, regardless of denomination, if you're the church, now who's the church? It's every born again, truly born again, believer, child of God, whoever they are, wherever they are, regardless of nationality, color, creed, a born-again child of God who in repentance and faith has trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, they make up the church. The church has only one head, and that's Jesus. We have only one guidebook, and that's the Bible. And we follow the truth of the Bible. That is it. We follow the truth of the Bible. What's happened here is that we have done something that C.S. Lewis called chronological snobbery. That's simply saying that the new intellect of today is accurate and the old news of yesterday and the old intellect is inaccurate. So all things that are new are right and all things that are old are wrong. Well, that's totally ludicrous, isn't it? And that's what C.S. Lewis called chronological snobbery. He was right. It is snobbery because what is new today is definitely not truth or correct. Hey, listen, join us in church this Sunday. We'd love to have you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us, and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.